Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It'll be grand. We're back again. It's a new year, a new start, a new, well, no. It's the same us. We're still here. My name is Owen and with me is Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi. What's going on? Don't have a joke this time. Hey. Oh, okay. How are you? you? I'm have... fine. How are you? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I've, uh, I apologize. See, I'm, I'm going to try not to do what I just did right there during this recording. Yeah. I've had the flu all week and I thought it'd be gone by now, but it's, no, it's, it's mostly gone. <laughs> I was looking at some AI stuff for audio. And there's a great one that like can take bad audio and get rid of any like skips or any like with the audio didn't function. Uh, imagine now, like in the next year or two, they'll have like a sniffle version of that. So but you yeah, just record probably. and it just yeah. gets rid of the nasal sound and the sniffles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've tried a couple of them. They're never, none of them do exactly what you need them to do properly yeah uh, you know there's not there's not one yet that i can just go i'm happy to let that do its thing and i'm not going to edit this at all just let you you off you go program oh man give it give it another year or so they'll definitely have it like the ai stuff has been mm. insane most likely scary, yeah. really yeah how's your new well, year how long do you think i'm grant I, um obviously ai scares uh, <laughs> No, I actually, I, I, just to go back to the AI thing, uh, and by the way, I am fully in support that at the moment AI is not a super ethical thing because it's not um, sourcing, uh, you know, art that was given by the artist and often it's just stolen. So, but let's go beyond that. Like, how long do you think, because they already have like uh, text to speech um, AI, how long do you think it takes until someone just like makes a script? Uh, and then pops it in, and they'll just do a podcast. Um, hopefully, pretty soon. <laughs> so we can take it easy. We just yeah, we just sit back, side, man. We just watch, fine, yeah. just watch the, the, the money roll in, you know. <laughs> and we just have to take um a hundred videos now on YouTube. Uh, 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 hundred videos, yeah, yeah, and plenty to research there for the AI. <laughs> There is. People could steal our vocal identity if they wanted to at this point. Oh, they, yeah, but like, it's like when someone says, oh, they could steal your uh, debit card numbers. I was like, lads, <laughs> you're not going to get yep. much out of it. <laughs> they could, but you know what? They'll never steal our flair, Dan. Flair. They'll never get with the, um, what, the showmanship. At least for another year or two. Yeah, not right now. Speaking of flair <laughs> and showmanship, this week's movie... Everybody, we're here, we're back again. I don't know if this is a new season or the old season or what the hell is going on at the moment. But we decided to do Boots in Boots 2, The Last Ooh. Wish. There's no two in the title for some reason, but it's Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. It's the second Puss in Boots movie. A strange What's choice, you might well say. Received? The first one? No. <laughs> not That's at all. why. Absolutely not, <laughs> like, no. This is, this is um, Suicide Squad. The second one, just like, ah, oh, yeah, it's we're just, Suicide yeah, Squad. Don't worry about it. They could have just called it The Puss in The Boots or something yeah. and gone with that. Um, <laughs> two Puss, Two Boots. The Bootening. The pu- well, not yeah. The Pussening. Let's not go that direction with it. No, maybe. not, not great, Although great, I'm great, sure yeah. people have. I have it on very strong authority that the cer- uh, certain community of 
forward individuals. They love that wolf, man. They fucking love that wolf, man. I'm telling uh, you. I've never seen so many horny people. Baby. Cartoon wolf. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Puss does it. I mean, what? We were doing Puss and Boots the last wish. Why? Because it's brilliant. There, I gave gave the game away. It's a really good movie. Surprisingly, it has no right to be as good as it is. But um, that's why we wanted to do it. And we didn't do... We haven't done an animated thing in a while. We don't do much... In the way of animation, maybe three or That's four movies. Well, Pokemon, and we did the Iron Giants. Yeah, what and we did we, we, we did we did two animes. We did, which, yeah, I I know they're animated, but I wouldn't put um, this. What's the Deus Ex? Oh no, Ghost in the Machine. It's Go- we did story. Ghost in the Shell, and we did <laughs> yeah, Ghost in the Shell, another one. Um, which, I, but I wouldn't I put them in the same category as animation. <laughs> Assists, no, to be fair. <laughs> but we did them. Uh, Gorgeously I've, animated. That's all we did. They're the only. They're, they're the only animated movies we've done. Yeah. I'd be honest. Yeah. I forgot we did Pokemon until you said it just there. I was like, oh yeah, yeah we did do Pokemon. That oh, was I just fun. I spent a lot of time trying to make us into characters. Into characters in Pokemon. And now you have yeah. AI to do it for you. Oh, Transformers. Oh, we did Transformers. Yeah, that was. We did Transformers. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember much of that review, except I, do. <laughs> I have PTSD just thinking about it. I remember. Um, that was great. That was a, a gr- fantastic. <laughs> this is one of my favourite episodes, I think. The train! Where the fuck is the train? I don't oh. even know what the train is to. It's just my brain went, yeah, there was a train. And I just didn't like that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that train, okay? <laughs> well, here we go. Let's do a little bit. I'll give you some 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 factual information about Puss in oh. Boots, The Last Wish, straight off the top. So as mentioned, it's a sequel to Puss in Boots, uh, which was released a long time ago. And it's, it's part of the Shrek franchise, which I think we'll talk a, a little bit about later on just in, in general. But Shrek. The true multiverse. It's fantastic. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, of course, directed by Joel Crawford, who, um, I'll be honest, as a director, hasn't done a whole lot. He's been a storyboard artist for a lot of things that we'll have heard of. Of course, one of the Shreks and also the Kung Fu Panda trilogy, which I'm going on record right now in front of the whole world and saying are very good movies. I quite like the Kung Fu Pandas. Quite fun. Look, they're yeah. fun Jack Black movies in my head. They're good. I like them. Um, yeah. He did some Avatar stuff as well. Um, some like, you know, like storyboarding stuff. And like, I think he did a few, those weird mini episodes that weren't put up. Like they're DVD extras. For The Last Airbender? Did he? Yes. Uh, oh. I think it's, you know, like... They, I'm just looking at IMDb, but I knew this from before. Uh, super deformed shots. I think it's you know that little um, like clip show they have of when Ang like unleashes his chakras or something. He goes into the spirit world and walks around. Like it was never made into an episode. I think he was involved in stuff like that. And there's a lot of chibi episodes. Maybe part of that. Oh, okay, cool. I you did know? not know that. He also worked on Rise of the Guardians, uh, one of the SpongeBob movies, and then as a director. Prior to Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, he did The Croods, A New Age. I've never seen any of The Croods movies. People, yeah. people supposedly they're good. I'm just, I'm, no, I'm not going to... That's the Caveman family. Yeah, that's the Caveman one. I'm not going to find out. I don't really care enough to find out. And yeah. he did a Trolls movie, which is another thing I'm never going to... Just Oh, just I watched that movie. Happen. It wasn't good. Yeah, I didn't think it would be. I'm uh, not going to watch it. But he directed this, Puss in yes. Boots, The Last Wish. Oh, so. he did Rise of the Gardens as well. Story artist for Rise of the Gardens. Mm, yeah, yeah. I said that like 10 That's seconds. Sweet. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I was still on Kung Fu Panda, I guess. Still Kung. Um, I, listen, I don't blame you, man. It's Kung Fu Panda. It's pretty incredible. We should do... I'm changing it up. We're doing Kung Fu Panda 2 today instead. Because yeah. that's the one where he fights a peacock. 
this would be like the third change up we had for what movie we're review this week. Yeah, possibly. No, we're sticking with Puss in Boots, the last wish. Uh, yeah. Stars, the cast, the cast of Puss in Boots. Pretty fucking special cast, I have to say. Antonio yes. Banderas is back as the voice of Puss. Uh, Salma Hayek is back. Uh, I Who say is, she's back. Uh, I she's, hate to say it. I always mistake her for every other massive Latina actress. Mm, yeah. Which is terrible to say. Which it is. I probably should watch more... Uh, Latina and Latino and Latinx movies. And Probably check it should. Out. Well, the GOP have banned the term Latinx, so. Oh, no. It's tough. I, I yeah. don't give a shit. It's, they're <laughs> trying to save Christmas. It's fine. We, there, yeah, she's in this. Uh, I say she's back because she was in the first one as Kitty's Half Paws. Yes. Uh, I didn't watch the first one, and you did. I did, yeah. I, I'll, I'll run through it real quick in uh, a little bit afterwards. Um, She's back, Kitty's Half Paws. She was introduced in the first one. Uh, Harvey. Guyan, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He's the voice of Perito. Uh, he's in the What We Do in the Shadows TV show um, and has done a bunch of other voice works. According to his IMDb, yeah. he's going to be in the Blue Beetle movie for DC, which is listed as in post-production. But I is feel that like that's never... post-production for like two, three years? I feel like with the whole James Gunn taking over DC thing, that was just never going to... It's no. actually not going to happen ever. And yet, for some reason, that's beyond me. DC says him but we're going to still bring out the Flash. Don't worry about it. The Flash is still coming. It's like, lads, just let just, it go Just now. let it go, Come please. <laughs> at, at the very, very least, if you really want to release it, just throw it up on some sort of a streaming thing because yeah. nobody cares <laughs> like, anymore. Yeah, even the diehard DC defenders are just like, nah, it's, it's No, it's, okay. it's over. It's done. It's just literally, give us, you can release onto YouTube like that one scene where fucking, what's his name, comes back as Batman Michael and Keaton. then Michael Keaton. Yeah, and then we'll yeah. be. My brain yeah. said Michael Duncan Clark for some reason. That's not at all. <laughs> I want him as Batman. He, sh- he should be Batman, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He basically was. God, what a guy. Okay, someone AI generate that. All right. Go. There you go. Um Florence Pugh <laughs> is Goldilocks. She's had a, a really skyrocket to fame in the last couple of years. Um Olivia Coleman. We know oh, and do I we love? love Olivia. I love Yeah, everybody Olivia loves Olivia Coleman. Coleman. She's Great a fantastic actress. actress. She's just amazingly talented, but still a weird like she's been in so many things and so much like high level acting, and yet she still does like really silly things once in a while. But she's just dopey. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just love her. Yeah, she's great. Tackle. She's a fantastic woman by all accounts. Um, she's Mama Bear in this. Uh, Ray Winston is Papa Bear. Um, John Mulaney, comedian John Mulaney, who I know a lot of people like really love. I'm not crazy yeah. about him, but he's in this. He's he's, uh, right. he's the he's little Jack, big Jack Horner, whatever the fuck he's called. He's the bad guy. And and Wagner Maura, who he voices the sexy big bad wolf in this. Uh, I mean the big bad wolf. I mean the the wolf. He, uh, I know him from. He's in Narcos. He plays Pablo Escobar in the first couple of seasons of Narcos on Netflix. Oh, really he good. Does, yeah, yeah. He's really good in that as well. I'm very much a um, Latino led um, movie yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, which yeah. is it, it's it's just nice to see because even like um, not just obviously good for reputation, but like. Just little references with uh, Perito in it, and like little like mm-hmm. la- Spanish jokes, and how they kind of jump in and out of English and Spanish for certain scenes as well. It's it's very nice. Gaspacho, he yeah yeah, it's great to see. I hope it was Spanish and not Portuguese, and I fucked everything. I hope that's <laughs> Spanish. Uh, yeah, so this is distributed by Universal, made by DreamWorks, um, who are back. I think DreamWorks are back. 
They got a new logo. They got a new fancy animated logo. They copied the whole MCU thing that Marvel does and did like a DreamWorks one where all their biggest characters yeah, sitting around. DreamWorks, uh, bring back Rise of the Guardians, please. Uh, y- yep, that's Rise a of the Guardians. Boy in the Moon, two, you can do it all that. Please. Uh, yeah. They're supposedly making another Shrek. They had a movie called, was it The Bad Ones? The Bad Guys? Something, whatever oh, they're... Yeah, well, there's another wolf that everyone Another yeah. furry adventure. That's yeah. also supposed to be really good, but I haven't gotten around to watching yet. Vogue. I ne- it's that one came out and I never heard of it until I literally saw a few ads for it, all right, somebody I, I was I said to somebody Puss in Boots is really good and they were like oh my god yeah that's uh, the the same guy who made the bad guys that's um, that's a really good movie and I was like what the fuck are you talking about you crazy that's not what I said but I thought it anyway yeah. Puss in Boots the last witch no Puss in <laughs> Puss in Boots the last wish there we go. Let's see what the hell is going on here. I mean, what the hell is going on? Okay, so I okay, all right. First things first. Shrek. Yes, I I, I I've heard of it. <laughs> this is part of the Shrek franchise. What's yes. what do you think of Shrek? I mean it has become such a cultural uh, behemoth in a zeitgeist at this stage. Like, it really I has. think we all yeah. have almost meme ideas of Shrek now without the Shrek movies in our heads anymore, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so many things attached to it. But looking back, like at least the first and second one, they were movies I adored as a kid. Like, I, I still hum the songs from it. And I know people, oh, it's cringe and all that, but they're great. Little I, think, I mean, I know yeah. three and four had some issues, but I think if I yeah. if I had to describe it, I would probably say Shrek is love. Oh no, no, Shrek is love. That's one of the memes. Let's not go there. <laughs> oh, I thought I just came up with that. Shit. No, no. Anyway, no. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right though. The first two are really good. Um, the third is part of great. me. I would say thinks the second one is better a little bit, mostly because it has the. I think it is because it introduces so many more. Piece yeah, this world. it's really character building, uh, world building. Even. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the third and the fourth, I know I have seen. I can't read. I've I've seen them. I know for a fact I've seen them. But I think yeah. I mixed them up. Is the third one? Which one? No, wait. The fourth one is the alternate timeline one. Four, one of them is about Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, and the third one is, is King the Arthur, one where he's like King Arthur and Merlin. The third one's most fans just say is is the worst, and fourth one is back to like quality of one and is, two. Is the least close to it. Is the Rumpelstiltskin one and the King Arthur one the same movie? No, Rumpelstiltskin one is the fourth one where right. they make a wish okay. that not changes the timeline. Fiona becomes like a battle warrior queen and all that kind of stuff, and then okay. the King Arthur one is with Merlin, and I don't remember anything else. That's the third one. Yes. Right. Because the fourth one is what people actually liked. Third one is people. Really yeah, didn't. I must give them another go. I can't really remember any of them. Bar the first two. and The second one is definitely the best. Yeah. Um, Have you... Yeah, watch the first one. It's like watching Toy Story 1. You really see they've improved on visual. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, majorly. God, I mean, it's still amazing work for its time. Don't get me wrong. But... Like, you think those extra pores on skin don't make a big deal in CGI? You compare it, and it's just mm. woof. Yeah. And if I remember yeah, correctly, um, the, the the guy, may, he left, I can't think of his name now off the top of my head, 
the guy who made the first Shrek, he left Disney. Yeah. In a and made sapphire a, f- a foul mood, and then decided I'm going to make Shrek just to take the piss out of all the stupid yeah. stuff that Disney does. And it is. It, it's that's that's what these movies are. They always have been. It's it's complete satire. It's complete. Look at this conventional way of looking at fantasies. Ha ha. Fuck this. I'm going to have a guy shit at the very beginning of the movie and wipe his ass with a fantasy story. Like literally, yeah, that's yeah. how the movie starts. You couldn't be more. You you can't watch that scene and think like, yeah, that per- the person who made this movie is, you know, has no ill will or feelings against he, anything. He was perfectly happy to leave Disney. He yeah. he bears them no ill will whatsoever. He loves them. Him and him and Bob <laughs> Iger got on great with the ideas. And yes, I know not their ideas. It's all based on real older fantasies, but you know what I mean. <laughs> It's yeah. how it's presented. It's Disney. Yeah, and then and then of course we got the spin-off movie, Puss in Boots, yeah. the first one. Um God, I I so I didn't watch that um first movie, but I gotta say I did love Puss in Boots in the second movie. And I think it's so daft. It's when Shrek and Donkey are trying to get away and he says, Go my friends, I will hold them off. And he just turns around and they rise the music and you know, they do the cute cat face, but then he fights. Even just talking about, it, I can feel the mm, hairs yeah. on the back of my neck. He's oh, a, it's such a cool moment. Puss is a great character, to be honest. I think he was the right choice for a spin-off. If they were going to pick any of them to make him to give their own movie, like, do you know what I mean? They're not going to do. They I hope they don't. Movie. Yeah, like a donkey prequel Fuck. thing or something would have been stupid. See but Eddie Murphy, like, like would it be? Oh, now I thought like. What's the movie where Eddie Murphy has a family of fat people? Oh, uh, the Grumps, Humps, Lumps. Yeah, grumps. the one, Something. the one where yeah, I know what you're talking about. He plays all yeah. of them. Like, would that happen? Would like, let's donkey, go, Hercules. That like, one. Would he find his family of donkeys, and it'll just be. It would, wouldn't it? It's exactly. I'm writing the script. No, that's what it would have been. Yeah, donkeys. it's 100. Yeah. It would have been. Yeah, and they. Donkey's it, search for a, a home. That we had in two, where it's like Shrek, Fiona, Donkey. They all just be going Donkey. <laughs> Do you know what it would have been? Now that I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but the Donkey movie would have been Goldilocks's story from this, yes. with Donkey. Yeah, and I Donkey talk about the Goldilocks kinda. thing as well. When yeah, we get to we'll it. get there when we get to the movie. I wanted to yeah. talk about Puss in Boots himself in a minute. Uh, just yeah. like the first one, and both. The fairy tale character of Puss in Boots. Have you were you familiar with the story? I the was fairy tale. I yes. don't. I'm thinking about it now, right? I don't like. Part of me knew, obviously, that Puss in Boots was a fairy tale thing. Like they didn't just make up a cat who wears boots. Yeah. For Shrek, right? But I don't think I'd ever really heard of Puss in Boots until Shrek. No, I definitely did, and I think it's because I was born in the country of fairy tales, <laughs> which is. Germany. Yeah. You know, I've never thought of that. The country of, the country fairy, of fairy tales. Germany. Germany. Uh, although, having said that, Puss in Boots is not German. No, but uh, it. I I do. It's like fairy tales are popular in Germany. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, they are. Yeah, it's definitely. It's part of the cultural. It's just not one that like I had a little. I had a little glance through like some stuff about Puss in Boots, the fairy tale, beforehand, yeah. and like it's it's a fucking weird story. I just remember images of like a very normal looking cat 
kind of on its hind quarters in these massive boots. Massive like, boots. That's, yeah. Massive boots. And he would have been... Boots, cat boots. He would have been Italian. I don't know why yes. why Shrek was like, let's make him Spanish, American, Mexican, or whatever, but probably. But he, the they could have made it well. Why didn't they make him an Italian American then? Or something like a real. Hey, there's hey, a fucking pussy boots over here. <laughs> I suppose it's because he's also, you know, he's not just pussy boots, he's Zorro. He, yeah, they 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 mixed him with Zorro in this. They were like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's also Zorro, which is perfect, yeah. to be honest. Because otherwise, he'd just be perfect. like a very normal looking cat standing in boots and nothing else. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm posing boots, everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Do you do anything? No. Nope. Just a cat that wears boots. That's all. Yeah. But he, they. Um, no, Shrek, donkey, I can't hold him off. Can't, I can't go. do anything. Why not? You're pussy boots. Yeah, I'm a cat wearing boots, pal. What did you want me to do? I don't know how to use this sword. <laughs> Why do I have a sword? He, yeah, so the first, the, but the first Puss in Boots movie, um, perfect choice of a character to give a movie to. If they were going to pick anyone, it should have been Puss. The first movie's terrible, right? Yeah, I watched the first movie because I had heard. I kept seeing some like the amazing reviews for Puss and, for the Last Wish, and I was like, "Well, fuck! I really want to watch that now." But I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the first one. I'll go watch that just in case. It's yeah, fucking, it's awful. It's so bad. It's it's all the things, even in terms of, um, like the jokes. You know, like this has a lot of like, like just general cat jokes. Yeah, like cats doing things and whatever it does that in the first one but they're just not funny it just doesn't get it right it's somebody yeah. described it to me as like puss in boots the last wish is like they make cat jokes as, as if a cat wrote them and the first one is like a human oh, so like authentic yeah they're like a th- they got they got it they, they really diversified their writers room they got some <laughs> actual cats in there they just put a cat on the keyboard like, go yeah go do it do the thing yeah, it's just bad, but to, to run through the plot real quick, because you don't really miss anything, I'd say the only thing, like, like it introduces Kitty Softpaws in the first one as a character, and the plot of the first one is, it's a prequel, so it's set before Puss has met Shrek and Donkey and everyone, whereas this one is set oh. afterwards. So it's like... Well, that's who you won was in the flashback with the, the boots, and when he was a kid, and the, his owner from the... Prequel. He has a maybe like his life flashes before his eyes as a, a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has, like, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Basically, yeah. it tells you how he got his boots. It's not so. It's not told. It's not like does the <sighs> Puss is grown up in the movie, but at one point somebody asks him like, "Oh, uh, how did you end up like this?" And he goes off on a big, super long sol- soliloquy and tells the history of him. And he's like, all gets all like, "Oh, I when I was a kid, as a kitten, I had no, no." family and I was drifting and blah 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 and he basically he ends up some woman adopts Puss in Boots as a kitten and he's in it's like an orphanage for lost kids but all of the kids in the orphanage are also fairy tale characters kind of they don't go into a whole lot of them there's like a couple of them that are mentioned and then one of the other people in the orphanage is Humpty Dumpty and Puss Puss in Boots and Humpty Dumpty no him and Humpty Dumpty become like best pals and Humpty Dumpty has a secret wish whereby he wants to find the magic beans and climb the beanstalk to get the golden egg to make himself rich or whatever. And Puss is like, yeah, cool, I'll do that. Yeah, this is my dream now too. We're best pals. Let's do this forever. And then one day, uh, Humpty Dumpty starts yeah. stealing things because he's obsessed with gold. And Puss and Boots is like, you can't do this anymore. 
I want to be a good guy. And he like saves a kid or something. And the townspeople are like, you're a hero, puss and bo- puss. Because at this point, he doesn't have the boots. Then he becomes yeah. a hero. And his mother or somebody gifts him a pair of boots and says, you're a hero now, puss. And he puts on the you boots. You deserve shoes. Yeah, you get to wear <laughs> shoes now, you dumb cat. And he gets a sword somehow. I don't know where he gets a sword and the hat. He just starts dressing as puss and boots. And he's like, I'm a hero of this town. And then Humpty Dumpty tricks him into robbing a bank. And uh, Puss in Boots knocks Humpty Dumpty off a wall and they have a big falling out. And then like 10 years later, Humpty Dumpty and Kitty Softballs are like, I found the magic beans, but uh, Jack and Jill have them. Jack Jack and Jill are like fucking big, massive. They're like, they're they're both like eight foot tall and built like brick shit houses. And they're like in so love with each other. So they like, like um, who John Mulaney played in this. Like, ho- the yeah, pretty Jack much. Corners. Yeah, but they're not funny at all. And they have okay. to steal and then they, they climb up the fucking beanstalk and they get up to the castle and the giant is dead because Jack has already been there and killed him. Um, They steal a baby goose that lays golden eggs and the giant mother goose comes after them. Turns out Humpty Dumpty was in cahoots with Jack and Jill all the time and he betrays Puss and Puss saves the town from a giant goose monster. But the police in the t- so all the people are now like you're a hero puss in boots but all the police still want him for robbing the bank so that that's how he's yeah. a, he's an outlaw who fights for good basically yeah, that's yeah. how he became an outlaw and that's yeah. that's the first one it's really really not good it's terrible it doesn't sound good no. it's not the jokes it it looks okay it's not like it doesn't look anything as good as this one but it looks fine and there's some bits that are are like funny like Kitty Softpaws is good like Antonio Banderas is good as puss Jack Galifianakis voices Humpty Dumpty, and it's terrible. It's just bad. Oh. It's just like the most of it doesn't really land. There's a couple of moments that are like, oh, that was kind of okay. And it's just generally not a good movie. And I, will, I would say to anybody, aside from getting a short kind of introduction to Kitty Softballs, if you want to watch Puss in Boots, The Last Witch, don't, just don't bother with the first one. They also really? kind of explain what happens in the second one anyway. Yeah, you just really don't need to. And then I guess at some yeah. point, after the story of Puss and Boots 1, Puss goes off and meets Shrek and Donkey and everybody and has all those adventures, and then this one happens. Yeah. Uh, also, like, he was meant to marry her, and he ran away he, while yes. he looked at the wedding. Which is, again, I mean, I as I admitted before, I haven't watched much, um, like... Latino movies, but that seems to be a stereotype of those things. Someone abandoning someone at, at the, the church. Well, yeah, <laughs> church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. like, unless you want to see, because it is, it's the, the only part of it that carries on to the second one is it's, the, it is the story of how Puss and Kitty met and they fall in love in the first one and stuff. And that's kind of it. Like, yeah. if you want to see that, you can go ahead and watch it. But even again, they do it again in this one, so you don't really need to watch it. Yeah, to be quite honest, just it's a fresh movie, like yeah, and a perfect choice. Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Okay, let's talk about it. Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, as mentioned, it's said after all of the Shrekiverse stuff, and Puss is, I mean, this happens at the start of the movie, but basically, cats have nine lives, and that's a literal thing in the Shrek universe. In well, fairy it's a fantasy world, so that makes in sense. In far, far away, cats do actually have nine lives. It's you know, I guess they die and then they get reincarnated or whatever. It's not clear if they remember their previous lives. I'm not sure if they do. Well, they, do. If they, no, don't. they remember they their do. previous lives because that's what all a puss does throughout the movie is remembering his previous lives. 
Yeah, but that he, it's, he he calls off what happened to all his previous deaths as well. So he he, he remembers he, all well, he had, and he can't count, <laughs> which is yeah. We learn Puss yeah. is good with numbers. Yeah. He can't count, but he's down to his last life, and the big bad wolf, aka death, is coming for him, and he's terrified. And he uh, such a great scene in the bar. Um, he comes in, and the thing is. Puss in Boots thinks, like, oh, this is just a mercenary who's looking for me because he has the dead or alive thing. But I think it's fairly obvious to, at least the viewers, like, oh, yeah, that's a depiction of death. That's death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that <laughs> that's guy's who death. we always secretly know what death looks like. Even We have it in our nightmares, but when we wake, we feel you, it's, it is, it's part of the human collective consciousness. <laughs> We recognize death. Okay. It's a sexy, I mean, it's a wolf. It's a, it's a, it's a, a big, it's a wolf guy. He's yeah. not yeah. at all attractive. He's just a wolf. Well-drawn wolf, man. He's a, uh, yeah, he's not bad. He's just drawn that way, Dan. Yeah. He's yeah, he's cool. He's a cool character. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's the plot, basically, just to like. And he's kind quick... of after him. We kind of get toward the end. He's after him because... He's sick of uh, Puss and Boots just kind of taking his life's for granted. Like it's just a thing you can burn up; it doesn't matter. And he yeah. wants him to and cherish I, life. And I think or, uh, I'll, I'll take it now. And I think part of it as well is Puss's like the legend of Puss and Boots, which is a big kind of like thread of this movie. Is like the, the actual like the person Puss and Boots versus yeah. the legendary outlaw Puss and Boots. And which one is real? Which is, who's the real puss kind of thing? But the the outlaw puss and boots, like his whole thing was, haha! I laugh in the face of death. Yeah, that like that was his one of his catchphrases was like, yeah. "Death can never catch me," kind of thing. He he thought he was on, he was never gonna die, and death would never come for him. And he used to mock death, and yeah, de- death he took it a bit personally. Yeah, he did. Uh, I suppose if you've been uh, trying to get the bastard for eight lives. You know, after a while, you just like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we, we don't know how don't know how long the eight lives lasted, either, to be honest. Like, we don't know. This could be going on for quite yeah. a while. I get the impression, like, whatever... If They do have nine lives, so they're not... They probably don't just live an average, like, cat amount of years. Yeah. The boots uh, give them extra power. The boots make him live forever. Yeah, yes, I think that's, that's true. Uh, the cursed, the cursed boots... He's actually been looking for his death. He's been quite. Um, he can't. It's like he's. he's know, yeah. He can't suicidal. Get rid of the boots. That's what he, he's yeah, been yeah. trying to chase down except, his own death. Except in this movie where he gets rid of the boots. He buries them in the backyard yes, of an, of his new home, and but they he finds his way back to them. Yes, which is interesting because, so like, can we talk about the bear family? Yeah, sure. I enjoyed them. But they were completely unnecessary for the entire movie to go forward. Um, I mean, they drove him back to being Puss in Boots. I think you could have just had that with um, Kitty Softpaws. You probably, yeah, I mean, you could have used anybody for that, yeah. really. I'm but just that, saying, it just, it, it just seems like they wanted to tack on a story. Maybe they said, look, this doesn't actually have enough traditional uh, fairy tale stories. We need to add something more. So they decided to add a third party. But every time the third party came up, it's like, 
okay, you're here. Like, I like them. Like, genuinely, I like the, even I like the story. I liked the dynamics between them. It's very heartfelt about, you know, your found family and all this kind of stuff. But um, I also thought, like, oh, she's definitely going to wish to be turned into a bear. That's the wish. Sure. <laughs> you thought she was... You know? she, yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. I think, now that I'm actually thinking about it, maybe Goldilocks and her relationship with her bear family is a parallel for Puss's struggles to find his own place in the world and his realisation that he doesn't need to be a legendary outlaw. He can just be Puss and people slash Kitty and Perito, his family, will still love him. Right. Maybe. I, yeah. I feel like that could have just been done by itself again, but, you know. It could have been. Um, by the way, there was a TV show about Puss and Boots. So I was just kind of like looking down for actors' names. Uh, there was Puss and Boots, the three Diablos, and it's about three kittens who are, I guess, the Musketeers, uh, and they have to rescue a precious ruby from the evil Whisperer. So well, is, is Puss in it? Yes, he is the big oh. cat behind, looking like we know he's a hero, so it's, he's obviously not, but it kind of looks menacing. <laughs> maybe he is. Maybe he's the bad guy. Yeah. I didn't know. I f- I feel like maybe I did know that was a thing, and I completely forgot about it. Well, it did better um, ratings wise on IMDb than the first Puss and Boots did. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it got six point eight, whereas Puss and Boots got a measly six point six. It's that high, Jesus! Actually, yeah. didn't expect it. IMDb is weird. IMDb is like not as volatile as um, Rotten Tomatoes. It usually goes around the midpoint, unless it's really truly awful or really fucking great it usually is yeah you know yeah yeah as well as generally yeah but yeah um so yeah no i don't know like again i'm not hating on it and maybe they just needed to pad it out a little bit and the story was great like but it felt like they just said okay we need to tick a few more boxes here add some more fantasy people uh right now we just have this Thai guy that I think I've only heard that uh, little poem like once. We also get to see Pinocchio for a brief flash in a flashback. We do, yeah, yeah. yeah he turns which up. It's nice to see. Pinocchio's there. <laughs> it's just the, the Marvel fan in me go. Oh, reference. Fear He's not. from the other thing. Yeah, my master Baker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, can we just talk about that fight scene at the beginning? Like, I know there were other fight scenes later on that were visually maybe more stunning, but when he's fighting the giants. And like, it sounds dumb to say the camera work that was done with boots and how much that it took from movies like Spider Verse, like the visual, like painterly style, and so much. Like if you when he was swishing a sword around, you you know you kind of get like swish lines, and they were all two D rather yeah. than mm-hmm. do everything within a three D system. There's a lot of like line work done by hand, and it's so gorgeous especially like when he swings around this big giant creature like it's really fucking beautiful movie yeah i think i think that the not to say it like the rest of the story and and the script and everything are very good in this but the animation is incredible yeah. it's like fucking beautiful and i like, like i some yeah i turned this on and it's it got to the the, the opening scene basically is his, his post fighting this big giant rock monster thing. But about five minutes into it, I just paused it, and I out loud to myself said, 
Why does this look so good? Yeah. And I said that like 15 times throughout the movie. It has no... Puss in Boots 2 has no right to look this good. It doesn't make any sense to me that they went this fucking hard for Puss in Boots 2. By fuck, they did. And they, they did. They All of the things you said are definitely... Because I think the... Well, initially, the one of the directors of Into the Spider-Verse was hired to direct this. I think he yeah. stayed on as a producer afterwards, but he didn't actually direct it in the end. Um, but Into the Spider-Verse. And also... Uh, another movie they listed as an inspiration was Akira. Yeah. No, I haven't yeah, seen no, I, Akira. I can see it. I can see it. Okay, I is that Akira can you, sometime, actually. Can you, can you see the Akira influences in this? Um, A lot of the uh, camera framework, which is like, you know, the camera will turn and the character will come into the scene yeah. from the camera's perspective and stuff like that. Like, you know, the famous Akira, like, motorbike scene. Yeah. Like, that sort of flair is in this movie. Yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah, that yeah. scene exactly, but that sort of flair. Um, we should do Akira sometime. It's a really fantastic movie. Um, but yeah, I also like. I have to, I'll have to rewatch it, but you know they did similar things in Spider Verse where they mixed uh, the frame rate. For yeah, the I'm different things on the screen. I know that's you've mentioned before. That kind of gets you sick. No, uh, it's it's. At. I definitely. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent. If I I don't have actual confirmation anywhere that they actually did it in Puss and Boots, but there's a couple of two or three of the fight scenes towards the end of the movie. Ha, looks like that to me. It looks um, like they I... they just dropped a frame, like they did it. In a, it was a different frame rate to everything else. Or in the Spider Verse, they did it. It was just a bit different at, characters from different universes having different. Yeah, frame rates, at yeah. times it was a little bit too much for my brain to look at. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, it wasn't um, as bad in this when it was he just... was fighting the giant I think the giant was on twos whereas um, Boots was on fours uh, for anyone who doesn't understand it it means that uh, you're animating every second frame so you have 24 uh, frames per second roughly it's 23 point whatever but it's 24 frames per second and you know in animation you're awfully, often doing on twos or maybe on fours because that way you only have to um, animate every second frame and it just saves time on animation in general but it can also be used then to show something that's quite big in numbering you know you might do it on higher frames but i think in this one they actually when they have the zoom out of the giants i think they had him on twos and then had bus uh, bus a uh, puss um, on fours, so like mm. it was more like a very flitty nature as he kind of goes around him. So now again, I have to rewatch it, but I think that's that's what's going on. But really, like, well thought out. Here's the thing: even if you look at animation, where you think, "Oh, this is not good," it's not down to artists. Artists are good at what they do. Animators are good at what they do. It's usually down to, "Hey, you're only getting so much money, and it has to be done by then." Like, the more time they get... Like, Spireverse, everything was, like, given to the artist. Say, you take your time, you do exactly what you want, don't worry about it, and we got such a gorgeous movie. I imagine the same thing happened here. They just went, DreamWorks went, you know what, we have to do a good job here, let's take our time, let's do this right. I, I actually have no idea. I'm, like... This movie was originally announced in, like, 2014... They said they were making a Puss in Boots 2. It was originally called Puss in Boots and the 40 Thieves or something along those lines. 
and Guillermo del Toro was involved. Uh, he's still a producer on on this one, but he was like more involved in the original sequel. And he just did the giant thing and nothing. Antonio Banderas <laughs> said like ten years ago he was like, yeah, yeah, no, we're working on it, and then it just like nothing happened for like a decade. Yeah. Until eventually they were like, oh, fuck it, we'll just make this new Puss in Boots movie. It looks to me like Joel Crawford came in as director in like, I think it was like 2019 or something, which yeah. is a fairly, like it came out then like, I suppose it's two, three years later, is it? Yeah, it would be. It's, it f- I don't know, It's it feels like a quick turnaround. They had a, they had a big budget. They had a, like, they gave them like 80 yeah. million dollars or something to make this thing. Which is uh, keep in mind, there's probably a plenty that's been recycled from that original idea as well. They wouldn't have thrown. I, I'd imagine. I imagine pieces yeah. of it were, yeah. But like that was yeah. in terms of the script. I don't think they had actually started working oh, yeah. on it like ten years ago. I mean, it's like with Studio Ghibli. They've said often that, um, like spiritual way, they do all the, you know, scene designs and the world designs and all the concept art before they even think of a script. And they they then allow the art to kind of guide the story. Yeah, it's just you know quite a interesting way to do it. Uh, sorry, it was actually March twenty twenty one that Joel Crawford came on board as a director. Okay, they made so this in like a year. Well, at least he was in charge of it for that year. Yeah, yeah, I'd say they, there was probably other stuff that was going on. I I I would be shocked if they didn't use at least two or three years of what they were working on before that in this. Yeah, most likely. Still. Because it's way, animation. Animation takes fucking time. Whatever way they did it. It is a perfect... This is the, the a perfect ex- of example of a movie using its medium to full effect. Yeah. Like, this movie, it knows that there are things you can do with animation that you can't do in any other form of storytelling. And it uses every single tool it has. There's so many... It uses every single tool. That's the most important thing. It doesn't use one tool to do everything. No. It it switches things around the whole time as well. And it's just like, if the scene, if they want a scene to depict a certain atmosphere or art style, they know they can use the animation to be part of that. The style, the art style, it remains faithful to the general kind of look and stuff of the characters. But there's so many scenes that if you put them side by side, they could be from different movies. Like yeah. they're, they don't, like the, the fight scene with the big bad wolf at the end and even the fight scene with the troll at the start. Visually, in terms of like yeah. the palette, the color palette and the tone and the movement of everything is completely different. But they're, It's a lot more painterly at the very beginning. And then yeah. like with the wolf one, it's a lot more. It's suddenly they they kind of moved away from a lot of the two D stuff, but went very dynamic instead. You know, it's it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. Like, stunning. Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful yeah. movie. And yeah, um, I suppose it it ends to go back to the the Shrekiverse thing. It, it, well, it kind of it takes the. I don't want to give too much of this away because it's still out. I just want to say moment. one thing about the movie. We see they enter this land that changes depending on. Who holds a certain map and what they want from the wish? You know, it's, if you're pure hearted, it's going to be a lovely time to the star. If you're being a prick or you're selfish, it's going to be a hard journey there, right? And even the transitions between how the world looked animation wise, like I, I'm, I'm mm. using Blender right now and I have a very, very basic idea of how 
like CG, um, you know, work works, but I can't even imagine the transitions and how they got around to it. It's yeah, bizarre. The whole thing, top to bottom, is like just incredible work from yeah the whole team. Fair play to all. Well, yeah, you were saying at the end there is a mid credit scene. There's a yeah, so so like the movie. I'm try. I don't really want to give too much of this one away in terms of like actually the plot of it. Puss dies. Puss is um, puss. To so the end of it, puss is dead, and Kitty yeah. has taken over his boots. Yes. And uh, no, not really. And but married Perito. Married Perito. What do you think of Perito? Just why he why he came up? Because I I liked him at first, and there was a there was a I had a worry that I was going to get sick of him before the end of the movie, but I really didn't. I really I didn't get sick of that little know. guy. You know, I I think we live in a very cynical time. Uh, we want everything to be edgy and harsh and like sarcastic. And Perito is just this little lovely guy who is always just he's too seen. pure, man. He's too yeah. He's just too pure for he's this so world. He's so pure, man. and he's just he's it's just nice. You know what? Thank God we have characters, and it's you know it's like it's a weird one to connect to. Superman. Um, a lot of people right. talk about Superman and what they want from Superman. They said, "Oh, Superman's boring, this and that." But I don't think being so sweet and seeing the world in a kind light and reaching out to the world in a friendly manner is such a bad idea. It's it's not. It doesn't destroy fiction. It's just it's another element you can use in storytelling. And yeah, I, I really enjoy Perito in this. Perito um, is Superman. There Perito we go. Perito also means dog. We should. Oh uh, yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah. Just. I think just that's why. Po- yeah, sorry. That's Puss just I starts. Was a slur for no, no. While, while watching it. He doesn't. He doesn't have. Perito is a little Chihuahua that Puss meets. Yeah. He's a Chihuahua who's pretending to be that a cat, basically. Man, that was and, uh, a disgusting. Oh yeah, that was, they did yeah. a really good job on that. Yeah, he um, also like. Can we talk about him being in prison, more or less, with um, Mama Luna, and he just like gives up. It's just like that. You know, you're stuck in prison, and you look at that the old fellow who's been there for a while. He's you know life has taken him down. He's worn out, and like it turns out he has like he's a golden age hero. Like I love that they kept on jumping on themes like that. Yeah, That's yeah, quite popular in cinema. And the, the beard was weird. I I couldn't get past that though. It was, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. went, they did go for a little bit more of a, like, <laughs> I don't know if it was weird, <laughs> there was like an, an an old man Logan type thing going on, or like a, just a, yeah. this old superhero-esque thing that Puss had, where yeah. he's, I've been out of the game it, for too long, and you'll never get me yeah. back in there, I've seen things. Yeah, it's like called the hero, but someone older who's kind of, thinks they have that golden years behind them, you know? Also, like, I, I mean, I guess like, Donkey started the whole thing with, like, the Donkey was a speaking donkey, and that's why he was being arrested. Like, most cats in this universe don't talk. Was it explained why Kitty Softballs can talk? No. It's not explained why... We know why in po- Shrek, it's heavily implied that uh, Puss in Boots has had sex with normal cats. Oh, it's more than implied in the first Puss in Boots movie. Oh, he just... Well, sorry, I don't want to say it's more than implied. There's not a sex scene in the movie or anything. But like, just... Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. But he did, like, Puss Fox. 
Like that's a thing. Like he's a he's a debauched little guy who likes to. I'm gonna stop that thread there. Yeah, um, we're gonna move anyway, on. Big sexy wolf. Big um, sexy wolf scene is <laughs> coming around the corner. <laughs> but but yeah, no, uh, there's loads of scenes I liked in this. I think my least favorite one was probably them going through the magical different worlds. I didn't really care for that, but I loved everything else in this. I loved I loved the part of that when Puss enters the, you know, when he sees all the Crystal. mirrors with his old life. Yeah, the Fortress yeah, of Solitude of scene. Solitude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved that scene. I, lo- I love the fact that one of his deaths was, appears to be a Paddy's Day festivities that uh, went wrong. Yeah. No, like, no, I don't. That was the one scene I was just like, can we just get another stereotype, I just, please? I just thought it was God funny. Sakes, we're just, a, hey. a culture of a rich history. No. Please. And also, I think the way Puss or Antonio Banderas says Gatpacho will stay with me yes. forever, to be honest. I love God, it. I love Antonio Banderas. Yeah, he always puts everything into his roles, doesn't he? Yeah, he truly, he's, he's fantastic. Um, yeah. Okay, and right. Also, Salma Hayek is fantastic yeah. as well. Like, they are, they're all good. We're going to, uh, I'll go, we'll do dive into some final thoughts then. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. Puss in boots. The last wish. It's a thumbs up for me. This is the last one. Do you think it's the last movie? The last Puss in Boots movie? Yeah. Or like... That's possible, but uh, like I think the end scene very much implies that. The oh no, they're de- they're do you know a Shrek movie? Like, they're hundred yeah. percent. It's the same guy who produced this one, who actually works for. He's the founder of Illumination Studios. Um, is wow the guy who? Uh, what's is he his name? With Illumination, Chris now, Chris Melodandry. He's the CEO of Illumination, and they hired him as a producer for this. And he's producing Shrek Five. They haven't officially, yeah. like DreamWorks haven't like officially been like, they haven't given it a release date or been like, this is sh- where Shrek 5 is happening, but like he's, he was to make this yeah. and make Shrek 5. If... Um, is he involved in the Mario movie, do you know? Ooh, I have no idea. I see this thing, like, as much as I have issues with Chris Pratt playing Mario, um, I think visually the Mario movie looks fucking great. Looks nice. Yes. Yeah. Mario looks a bit weird, but whatever <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i i'll say that um if i don't know if they'll make another post movie this this one isn't it's it's not like a failure at the box office or anything it's not making like crazy amounts of money though um in terms of you know what modern box office numbers and stuff it's made about yeah. i think it's made about 250 million or so off an 80 million budget so it's not it's not a failure like it's doing okay i think this will like word of mouth, and when this hits like streaming and stuff, will do a hell of a lot. Oh yeah, for this movie, I've cause... seen so many people just saying like, "I feel really weird saying this, but Puss in Boots Two is amazing." And I was I've one of those people. Since watching, I've literally people like, I... hey, you should just watch it. So yeah, like listen, look, I know this is gonna sound weird, but I watched a movie the other day and it was brilliant. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, what was it?" Okay, so just hear me out. All right, don't cut me off. It was Puss in Boots 2. <laughs> and they're like, what? No, shut up. Puss in- no, please, please listen to me. Please. It's really good. It's just, it's really good. Uh, you know, I can't wait until um, the movie, next movie comes out, like Shrek 5, and Kitty Softballs gets introduced, and there's just going to be a whole bunch of, like, 
incel uh, six-year-olds going like, oh, now I have to watch every movie to keep up with these Shrek mm, stories. I can't believe <laughs> the way. Why can't, why can't Puss in Boots just be the hero? We don't need a female Puss in Boots. That's ridiculous, <laughs> man. Just make your own character if you want to do it. Uh, yeah, I will say if uh, at all point, all signs point towards uh, very hopeful, if Shrek 5 is anything like this in terms of the art direction and the animation and the styling and everything, then I'm very I will I'm very excited for it. I'll watch the shit out of Shrek Five when it comes out. I was gonna watch it anyway, but like this has made me so hopeful <laughs> that like the franchise as a whole and Shrek Five is actually gonna be really good. You know it's it's weird, I'm thinking because obviously I want it to look visually amazing. <sighs> is Shrek the character? Does it lend itself the design? to being that dynamic because the most dynamic i remember shrek being is in one when he fights a whole bunch of soldiers and in two when he turns into a human and where have all the good men gone and where, where are all the gods, gods? Yeah. where's the street class hackies oh that's no, all too good singing. We'll get the that, best uh, for the best just the best yeah. i just love yeah. this the oh, best. Oh, this, like <laughs> it, the music and everything and like hit it yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, so Shrek good. 2 is amazing. Shrek 2 is amazing. I'm going to watch Shrek 2, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Uh, trust us, please, on this one. Definitely please. watch it. Listen. Um, okay. I don't know when it's... I don't know what... Because it's DreamWorks, I don't know what streaming platform it might hit when it arrives to streaming over here. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be on Disney+, Plus, but you never know. Netflix might get it, or Prime might get it, or something. Whatever the fuck it is. Who knows? Rent it or something. I don't know. Pirate the fucking thing if you want. I don't really yeah. care. Just fucking watch Puss and Boots, The Last Wish. It's yeah. really good. Uh, as for us, in terms of a sequel, I don't know what we're doing next. I have no I idea. I don't know either. Um, we haven't really picked one. We'll, no, uh, but we'll be back to you um, with something fun. Something we enjoy. I kind of want to do something Spielberg-y. His new movie is out next week. Well, that's... There you go. Sounds almost like it's done on purpose. It isn't, by the way. I'm not trying to... Imagine we could do Spielberg. It's about damn time we told the world how good Jurassic Park 3 is. No. He wasn't involved in that. We're not doing Spielberg, folks. Sorry. He he didn't Uh, direct that one anyways. It's fine. We'd have to do The Lost World. What's (laughs) the one about um, a whole bunch of kids in a train crashed down? It was years ago and the kids... Some monster escaped from a train crash. Whole bunch of kids chasing. I don't know. Folks, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Figure it out. Anyone um, knows what Dan's talking about. Please. I still watch it, clearly. Um, <laughs> Let, or, um, letters on AI, a postcard. Because AI, did this, the whole Kubrick thing as well in there. AI is a good movie. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, parts of it are good. No, it is, it is a good movie. Lots of Spielberg it's is good. good. It's a yeah, plethora of things you can pick. It's, I don't think that's controversial. Unless I actually have a friend who, uh, when I heard like the word, like whispers that Superman was going to be next, Superman's going to be directed by Steven Spielberg, and in my head, that's perfect. Like, you know, small town Superman, that kind of Gaussian blur feel of like the sixties and seventies. Spielberg would do that amazingly. And I said to one of my friends, I went, "God, I hope not." I went. Wow, I have different opinions to a lot Why? of people out there. If there's any director in history who is perfectly suited 
to direct make a Superman. Like a golden agey Superman vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. I kind of want that to happen now. Yeah, as long yeah. as they let Nicolas Cage play Superman at goddamn long last, all right? <laughs> did, you, did you see that trailer someone made with Nick Cage as Superman? No. They did like a um, CGI thing and like created an entire trailer of his Superman. Oh, <laughs> hey, folks, look, use AI and cr- give us a Golden Age Superman Spielberg poster. Off you go. Yeah. All right. That's it from us then. We will be back very shortly. Maybe we're doing a Steven Spielberg movie. Maybe we're not. Who the fuck knows? knows? We will figure it out. That's what's going to happen. Sure, it'll be grand. Yay! Bye. Asherlo. It'll be grand.